I saw that. I saw them promoting it, and it made it feel like it was one of the first games in Mexico. George, you know the NFL game playing in Mexico. You want to find out for us? I know that there's a Canadian playing in the game, though. That's pretty sick. There's actually hey, a lot who? now. Yeah, Jesse Lucchetta. He's a D end and outside back for the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, no, there's a lot of Canadians in the NFL now, though. Hubbard, big bust. Josh Palmer had a big game. He's last Canadian. Night. Yeah, two TDs, hundred yards. <laughs> I saw the stats. Snap last night. Yeah. I didn't know he's Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Yeah, man. Oh. You a big yeah. football guy? Kinda. I played at St. Mike's, but when I say played at St. Mike's, I was actually like a kicker. Were you? I was a kicker and punter. Yeah. Wait, were you? Are you a year or two years younger than me? I think four. What year are you? Bro, you're my camp counselor. I know. I was a ninety. What? Are, oh, I am hey, a ninety. What, what are you? You're ninety. Okay, so we're going to play on the same team. Yeah. yeah. I remember going into that year though, and there's it was uh, Chris Rossetti and um, Eddie, Eddie Houghton. Yeah, that's my year, dude. Those guys are disgusting. Do you know Chris Rossetti still? Uh, he's a scout for the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. His younger, do you know Rossetti? Connected them on LinkedIn. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. all Miami Dolphins. I'm like, connect this guy. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, I knew who, that makes sense. I knew who he was through Rick. I think I might have met him once way back in the day. Um, are you a St. Mike's guy too? No, I'm not. All my buddies Basically, are though. though. Yeah. Throw some affiliation. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, a couple yeah. of those. My, uh, yeah, I don't know. I went to school in Mississauga. My parents want, when Which I was in grade one? 10, they, they said, do you want to mm-hmm. go to a private school instead? I said, I don't know. I got my friends here that you can go to St. Mike's with a school in Mississauga. I think mentor maybe. Anyways. Didn't Wait, they ask you in grade 10? I think so. Grade 9, my for some reason I went to, maybe it was grade 9, but I think it was I grade 9 I changed like, schools and then grade 10, they were like, do you want to go to a different school? Because like, I think grade nine, I wasn't liking my high school, but then ended up making friends and stuck around. I went to Loyola in Mississauga. Oh, uh, what were they good at? Uh, baseball. We beat St. Mike's in Offsa one year, not when I played. The year after oh. I played and we lost. So allegedly. Yeah. No, we had, we, had a, we had a really good baseball team. We had a bunch of guys go, a bunch of guys get drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played, I think my, I was, I'm a 90. When I was in grade 11, or sorry, when I was in grade 10, I think, was the year they played at Rogers Center, Skydome at the time against St. Mike's, I think in the offs of finals, we had a guy pitching, a guy, um, a guy pitched the, the, the championship game for us. He was unbelievable. His, his name was Eric Ventura. His nickname was Ace Ventura. Six. Real original. That's a, still that's, on a, well, that's a still good, an unbelievable, imagine he carried the name. If he carried yeah, yeah, the name, he deserved sick. it. He was, he was really good. We had, uh, yeah, we had a good team. And then I joined the team in, I think, grade 11 and 12. And we were not bad. We were like, one regional stuff like that, but nothing crazy. So what you're saying is the team was doing better before you joined. Exactly us. what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> I was more, good on the I was field. more a. Uh, I, I'm a big like team guy. Yeah, you I know. That. Yeah, I yeah. know how to motivate the boys. I listen. I know my I limitations. Agree. I can hit so. I mean, I get some bombs in double A, but put me up against like guys throwing 95. I'm probably gonna get lucky, yeah. get a slap single. Yeah. I'm on the bench firing everyone up. Decent arm in the outfield. And that's about yeah. it. Got a couple games. Great men's league. Great men's league. Yeah, that's all you need. Those those are the prime players for men's league. The guys who went on and played like secondary or post secondary, coming back and playing men's league, like bro, you're taking this too serious right now. You're too good. Fuck off. Very mad right now. Like this isn't what this is about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like. I wouldn't get mad. I'm I'm competitive, but I wouldn't get mad at men's league. But I'm also that guy that I wasn't super good, but I was at the best gear. So I'm the guy that looked yo, the best in low. men's league. Yo, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> the white, the all white pants. I hear that. The all white pants, the custom Nike sneaker, or the custom Nike uh, cleats. cleats, high tops. Had a Demarini bat. I was just putting the ball out to the fucking outfield. And that's it, man. That's what I did. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. George still also like when we play men's league, like, every year he's got a new bat, new gloves, new like. Gotta look good. Yeah. Part of the game is psychological. People don't realize. A big part. If a you look part. like you hit bombs. 
they're going to think you hit bombs. They're going to pitch you differently. You're in their head. Ultimately, right? you're still going to hit bombs. That's it. Yeah. If you warm up like you hit bombs, like, the, uh, like, oh, oh, yeah. Man. It's Dude, like I would tape my wrist up too, like, just for shits. Yeah. Get there early, sit in the outfield, throw it across the outfield, looking like I got a cannon. No one ran home on me. I, I paint or no? <laughs> no. Not in, uh, no. No. Did no. you have the flow or no? No, I had the flow only in. No, I now I've admitted the flow's no. threatening. Yeah, it is. You know it what is. I mean? Under like, a bucket, it, popping it, out. I think bo- in, bo- in any sport, in yeah. any sport, the flow's threatening. It is. It yeah, it's fair. Like ho- hockey's like the best one for that. Oh, like, of you course. see a good flow in hockey, you're like, just yeah. fucking. Yeah, yeah, you're flying down the ice. <laughs> you're <laughs> fucked. <flocked. laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, anyways, I was, I was that guy in, in sports, but uh, yeah, I didn't have the I didn't have the physical attributes, but I had the willpower. If I was a little taller, like my brother's six one, I think yeah. he's six one. He's about six feet. Yeah, he's tall. Yeah. He's tall. He's got like he's pretty. He was lanky. He was growing up, but then he yeah. filled out in his body. If I had his genes in my family, you would have gone pro. <laughs> We'd have gone to the show, two hundred percent. Probably, that, probably be playing for the Jays it's, for it's, sure. <laughs> it's like those kids that are like, ah, oh, if I didn't, if I didn't tear my MCL, boom, I'd be, I'd be starting center field. Yeah, that's right. I'm not that guy. But in fairness, I don't make excuses or that shit. I'm not the guy's gonna be like, oh yeah, back in my day, I could have, you know, I could have hit twenty bombs in the show. Like I'm not delusional. No. Yeah. What had a better chance at going somewhere? Yeah, you could, you could have a D one scholar or something if you're a little taller. Maybe, maybe D2. Yeah. I put a lot of guys who, well, not a lot, a few guys went to St. Mike's. Like Pizarski played. Yeah, he was in Mark, Remember Marcus Connect. No. No. Yeah. A few guys. Yeah. Anyways, um, some good dudes. But yeah. Well, I'm baseball. How'd you end up hooking up with Manoa? Honestly, I do this thing where I DM. Well, that's a good, good where segue. I, where, I, where I DM athletes that I know are playing in the city just because I feel like there's a huge opportunity with just getting them familiar with what there is to do in this space. For the longest time, I feel like Toronto has had this opportunity where it's kind of just been looked down on. I was like, yo, it's Canada. It's not cool. Yeah. But if you really kind of like run the numbers, like we've been doing this for a while. Like OVO just did something with Mr. Stoudemire and Mr. Mighty Mouse. And it's just like, look how long ago he came onto the scene, really made a name for Toronto. But once again, we didn't get that much love. VC was killing it. You know, dunk off champ, one, like Mr. High Flyer, killing it. Toronto, get no love. We had T-Mac, no love. You know what I mean? So, yeah. well, Do you feel like, I? do you think it's more just in basketball and baseball? Because again, we're one of two teams. Or sorry, we're one of. Sorry, we're the only Canadian team in both those leagues. Yeah. Do you think it's just because of that? Because I feel like in hockey, it's not as frowned. Toronto's not as frowned upon. Yeah, I mean, like basketball, I feel like it, it's almost guaranteed. Like no, no free agent wants to come to Toronto. That used to be the baseball. Case. Changed, changed. That's definitely basketball changed. changed. Yeah, because baseball is also changing. Baseball, I feel like just we've got such a good young core now where it's yeah. like okay, people don't mind signing, and like we might have this Bellinger signing. There's a few things that. Uh, I think, was huge. Yeah, I, we were just sitting here earlier and I was looking at my phone. I saw it today. There was a rumor and then I opened my phone and it said breaking news, but I think it was a false, like a like a not an accurate report. Multi-year deal Bellinger would be, would be huge. But to go back, I think the time I remember when the, when the Toronto sports scene kind of got cool for the, from the athlete perspective, this is an assumption as an outsider, but was when the, the raps were getting good that those few years where Lowry and, and Rosen were still early. They were making those runs. They weren't like top yeah. of the first and second place yet, but they were like making the we playoffs. Competing. And and the Jays had like Brett Lowry, Batista, um, yeah. all those guys in Carnacion. And they were coming out to the games and you would yeah. see that they would like post with each other and stuff. Yeah. So there was that mutual respect. Lost and found was fucking oh on the scene. Who's, who said it? Uh, the weekend said it in the song. That was all around that time. 20, yeah, 20, 15, 17. I'd probably go from like 2014 to yeah. 2017. Well, that 2013, span. 2014, that was, was the time. Because then yeah. we also had the All-Star game. That was like the NBA All-Star game. game. That was big. Yeah. 
2016 was a great year. It was cold as shit that weekend, too. You know how but I know it was cold? I'll tell you a story, but I, I know it was cold as shit. I, uh, shout out to Lost and Found, good, good friends. Uh-huh. Uh, shout out to Mickey. I think I went that, that, we, that was our spot. Like Ricky and, and one of our buddies still promoting. We'd go there every Saturday and All Star Weekend. So basically, like, we go every weekend regardless of what's going on. So you would think that, like, when the good stuff comes, that's when it gets reciprocated. I know how cold it was because I stood outside that club for probably the longest I've ever stood. Not to sound like I've been granted access to everywhere, but stood outside freezing. And it was so cold that I probably waited like 10 minutes. And it was so cold that I didn't even want to wait a minute longer. Did you wear a jacket in line? Yeah. What's your take on wearing jackets to the club? Do you coat check them? Oh, okay. Do you need to be cool and not wear a jacket outside? Well, you we, waited out there for a while. So were you warm? Did you regret? No, no, it? I was. I Give was. Any second thoughts? I remember this vividly. I had probably like a, a park on, and I remember my legs. It was frigid. My legs were freezing, and I lived ten minutes. I mean, not even sorry, a ten step walk down the street. Yeah, and I was waiting, waiting, and then I was like, just I like the, the chance of me getting in the next like ten more minutes probably slim. I'm like, I'm done with. It. I'm just I left. Yeah. Left in the bar. Um, you got to wear a jacket in the winter. It's Canada. Do you think you got cold? Were you wearing pants where they cut off at your ankles and your ankles <laughs> nude and exposed? No. And He's like, what kind of fashion serious. you got, bro? In the summer, I wear you know, some lower cut pants, but no, but I had probably like full black. I probably was wearing almost the same thing as what I'm wearing now. Black jeans, boots, like All right. very similar. Uh, but, good uh, question though. Danny, uh, Danny, I know you want to say something here. Go yes, chime I've in. lost about six winter coats at bars. Thank you. And it's stupid because they're all very expensive coats. Yep. And... I remember one of my friends who was running the club, he literally watched someone walk out with my coat, said, hey, that looks like Danny's coat. Next morning, he's like, do you have your coat? I was like, no, someone took it. Damn. Lost so, Wait, do you coat check though? Well, so there was like times where like, it was like our table, so I didn't. And then someone would come and snatch it. Then mm. I started coat checking and then someone would take it. Mm. Then I would put it in like, eventually I start. if I brought a coat, I'd put it, I'd only go to a club or a bar where I knew the owners and they could put it in the back room. What a subtle flex. I want no. to put up the clubs where I know the owners. <laughs> no, because then I didn't so want to wait outside. Then you don't have to wait outside. Decisions. But no, I stopped. One at a time, one at a time. We can't talk over each other. Um, that actually, the, the, that happened to me in the opposite once, not on purpose. Um, talk to Lost and Found. They used to have the, the booth where they could put your jacket in that little oh, cubby. I recall that era. Yeah. So I would jam our jackets in. One day I'm leaving and I'm like rummaging for the jackets and it's very empty. I'm like, what? My jacket is it gone? And then I felt like one last one. I pulled it out and it was a Canada Goose. At the time, I had a Canada Goose. But I bought mine in my first year of university. Mm. So this is what, 2000 and no, 08, around then. Now go to 2015, I've still had this jacket. So I picked it up, it's a little black Canada Goose, throw it on, walk home. But I couldn't really zip it up when I was leaving. I was like, wow, I must have got a lot fatter from when I was you know, back in school. The next day, I go take it out, go back down to get some food or something, and I put it on. I still can't zip it up. I'm like, why can't I close this jacket? I take it off, and I look at the tag, and it's a size small. I'm obviously not a size small. Not with that attitude. <laughs> and it, anyways, it uh, was not my jacket, but it was like a brand new Canada Goose. So uh worked out in my favor that time, I guess, by by placing my jacket where everyone else's are and they took mine and got the old one I got the new one yeah but you got a small now it still fits me I can I, but you couldn't wear it no I can I can like I can zip it now but it's it is tight it is tight <laughs> I bet you got a new jacket then at least nah I still, it's nice to wear it <laughs> I don't know man that's like if you got offered a Ferrari like a 488 but your head is touching the roof of the car you can't adjust you can't move the seat are you gonna keep that Ferrari yeah, you just the fucking Ferrari. Yeah, 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 you want to keep it, but like, if you can't it. use it, 
Can't zip it. it. I bought hats that I've never worn. They were too small for me just because I like the hat. Hats are kind of a guy accessory though. That we yeah. use them as 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 decorations sometimes. Sometimes you're too lazy to do your hair. You buy hats that don't fit you. I bought hats that don't fit me. Not anymore. Why? Because before I used to collect hats. That's why I have so many See? of them. It's like, I, don't know. I used to collect hats too, but I'd buy ones that fit me so I could wear them. Yeah, but you saw one that was unique. You've never seen it before. They only had seven. I don't know one eighth. They but always, if I got, they always had my size. Yeah, bro, because you got the biggest <laughs> fucking noggin ever. I used to buy size eights at one point. Yeah, Jeez. that's wild. One of my Baltimore Orioles hat was the first time I bought an eight, and I was so shocked. Went to like it was probably grade eleven. Shocked that you bought an Orioles hat, or shocked that it was an eight? <laughs> both, both. I, had, I, you know, it's, I'm actually like I bought. I used to buy like New Year's all the time when I was in school. Um, I realized now looking back, I bought like every team in the AL East, which is so stupid. Like if you're a Jays fan, you shouldn't be worried. Should loyalty. Yeah, yeah no, that was dumb. I had a Yankees hat. I had an Orioles hat. I think I had a Rays hat, but I also had I think every team. Um, um, yeah, no, I, I won't. I have I have a Boston hat. I have a Yankee hat because those are like just cool hats. Yeah, yeah. Like an LA hat, cool it's, hat. It's cool until the playoffs. Like, I know. Tampa's, <laughs> yeah, like I'll rock this like Phoenix Suns hat. Like, it's just, oh, sorry, San Antonio Spurs. This guy didn't even know what. Phoenix Suns. You just saw a pink. <laughs> I saw there's, pink. Yeah, there's no, there's no pink in the Phoenix color scheme either. It's orange and it's black. Okay. It's, you right. know what? It's Monday, and yeah, I know you need a breather. That's it. But yeah, I saw this hat. I like the pink. Well, cool Let's uh, circle it back. So you said that when you when you were to the players, like let them know what's going on here. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the ways that to, I like to get started. I mean, meeting a lot of these guys is cool because they're kind of just like big kids for the most part. Or they kind of think similar to us in the sense like just young men who love the sport, who sometimes end up having to go places that they're completely unfamiliar with and then get acclimated to the city, get acclimated to the system, whether or not they're familiar with the weather. Like AK as an example is like a Florida boy. So imagine spending your whole life in Florida, like going to West Virginia, crushing it there, then coming here and it's just cold. Granted, he comes in the spring, but at the same time, it's just like shit. Like, yeah. You know, what would you do? I'll put him on food spots. He's definitely not, you know, not eating. <laughs> so. Wait, so what's Wait. your go-to rec- recommendation? Depends. Depends on what I'm in the mood for. My fa- <laughs> my favorite spot, though, in the city has got to be uh, the Hazleton uh, at one restaurant. It's, it's kind of getting ran through. There's a lot of people that I see in that space. It used to be a safe space for me. No, it was just uh, there's a whole lot of people. It gets really loud really fast now. <laughs> I got a bu- we got a buddy who likes that spot. I've been there once or twice. but Yeah, now, Daddy lives up the street from there. Yeah, she the, she frequents it. The, the chefs there put together some crazy shit. Yeah, Darby and Amy, they're they're best duo since Kobe and Shaq. <laughs> maybe Boy, maybe maybe up there praise. with like with with Kobe with um, Jordan and Pippen too. Like Come on. them two man. Amy throws together this patty. Are you guys familiar with Jamaican food? Yeah. yeah. Amy throws together this patty where she perfects the crust because she does like all the the pastry stuff, right? So she's the best in the pastry game. Darby's the best in just like overall cuisine so darby's here making oxtail and plantain right getting it in patty format and then it's in this perfect crisp patty well he always sits and up like, and he's like dude i have to sit up this is <laughs> making my mouth water a little um no that that patty's one of the best i had in the world honestly i told my mom that she's like wait so darby makes a like, better patty i'm like i personally me. that that's just my take Rick, Rick's a big patty guy. I love him. But Rick won't pay more than a dollar for his patties. God. Oh no, a buck fifty now. Inflation. <laughs> you know the ones you get. I used to get like, like your comfort zone. Remember the ones you used to get at like Eglinton Station, yeah, Eglinton West. When we were kids. Yeah. Of course. You guys ever had? This is a stupid question. Patty on a bun. 
Of course, patty and like, yeah. like we're talking about cocoa like, bread. Like yeah, and then with like it put like, like lettuce on it, lettuce yeah, mayo. That's, that's blasphemy. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah it is a bit, but it's a, that's a tourist thing. And my my uh, when I went to high school, there was a mall there, uh, and they had this like little donut shop, but they made they put patties on a bun. Wait, that's like, what they're called patties on a bun. Well, they so were getting patties at a donut shop. Pardon me. You were getting patties at a donut yeah, shop. Yeah, probably for the and first you saw mistake. This as okay, for, probably the first mistake. Bro, we were buying beef patties at subway stations. Well. Okay, two shit. <laughs> got me there. Uh, no, it was they were the, they were the best. I think two or three bucks, pat on a bun, fire every day for lunch. Damn it, good day. And then good he times. wants to try to get some weight. Eh? Good times, good times. Um, so Hazelton, besides that though, like what's that's your like number that, one spot? That's my, that's my go to. That's very generic. It's very flexible because you got a bunch of options there. Um, if I want, if I want Italian, there's Giulietta. Giulietta's good. Yeah. We love Great. Giulietta. Yeah. Have you been Giulietta. to Stereo Giulia? I have. What are your thoughts? I haven't been yet. I mean, I like it. It's cool. <laughs> it's you know what? Julia is great, but it's more on the fine dining thing. And as, a, as you can tell, like I like to be in my sweats. So anywhere that I can pull up kind of in sweat, I'm going in sweats regardless. But anywhere that I can pull up in sweats and just have a great meal, great portions and very calm vibe. When I was at Julia, I kind of felt like shit. I definitely should have RSVP'd. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it made yeah. me feel like I needed to check emails and get, like, espresso martinis. And really, all I wanted is, like, a sparkling water and something straight from Nana. <laughs> Danny's, that's Danny's vibe. Espresso martinis. All the fancy Ma- places. Made with tequila or no? Uh, tequila is actually the best kind. Oh, really? And the Te- best one, they got espresso martini from, with tequila. And the best one I've had is at Lee. Really? Shockingly. Was it you that told me that recently? Or was Probably. it someone else? Well... That's my opinion. That'd be crazy if someone else said that too. Do you know where one of the best martinis gets made? I mean, not the best, but like one of my favorite ones Let that I've guess. ever had. Your La place. Castile. Nope. Oh. What'd you say? I was going to say, what, your place? No, no, no. What's my place? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, the place that I, oh. Yeah. I think like I thought I owned a restaurant or something. No, um, uh, Sarah on Portland. I was there the other night. They, I haven't heard of it. Sarah? Heard of Sarah? You know Rasa oh. on, on Dun, uh, Harvard Street? It's like a, there's a group of restaurants. It's owned by Food Dudes. I was gonna say. Oh, those guys. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, when they opened Sarah a few years ago, it was around that time, 2015, 16, whatever. They, uh, I want to say the menu is like Asian fusion vibe. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. I Asian think. fusion tapas. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Asian fusion small plates. Tapas is a Spanish type of small plate. But like, I feel like it's some, some of them are like Spanish small plates. Maybe, maybe. I could be trying that's that. It's, it's, funny, it's, it's like, funny you it's added that random, in. Yeah. Like, tapas. Uh, but no, they have like a whole menu. Like their bar menu is, I guess their thing is like martinis and they have like different mm-hmm. styles you can make and you pick. Um, they have they make it in ways I didn't even know you can get it in. Honestly, unbelievable. But the thing for me that sold it and why I'm probably even a little bit, like I have a little bit of uh, emotional attachment to it is because I went back five months after my first visit. Only went once. Five months later, six months later. I think you came with me that night. Yeah, was it you? But the guy, the, the waiter upstairs remembered me and remembered how I took my martini. And I was like, this yeah. doesn't happen. Any anytime I literally that, told a story the other night. Oh, yeah? yeah? Anytime that the service is you know exceptional or someone goes out of their way to do something for you, it kind of just like, it resonates. Definitely. Absolutely. Because that, that doesn't happen in... It happens less frequently today than it would yeah. back in the day. When Which t- is understandable too, right? Like there's so many restaurants. You're not going to the same spot once a week where it's like, hey, can I get the same thing? You got to go everywhere where Blog T.O. tells me. Yeah, really? I'm, big blo- I'm a big Absolutely Blog. Absolutely not. I was going to oh. say. I was so like, you're asking places? my favorite spots and just like, I don't know, man. If I see this on Blog T.O., I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I would still look for places on Blog. Like I would, I used to have it on my phone. I don't anymore. 
guy, I get annoyed with their with their takes. You grew like, up, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's like their 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 opinions they share. Kind of not a fan of, but anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, I used to. I would use it. I'd see like what is in this area that I can try that's different, whatever. Mm, but that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm Google reviews now. So you just Google review anything. Well, it's so not like formal. if I like in this. Well, in this area, I know what I like. But if I'm in like I don't know, let's say I'm in Markham and I'm hungry and I need to get food, I'll just type in food or what I'm feeling and then I'll go top rated. Anything under 100 views doesn't count though. I like that. It's like shopping on eBay. Yeah. They don't give a fuck what your rating is. If you don't have at least X amount of transactions, I'm not buying Like a 4.5 with 1,000 ratings is better to me than a 4.8 with like 70. Do you remember like... Facts. If you, just between your staff and their family, that's like 40 ratings right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> where were we even before we'd gone to Talking food? about places oh, and... Places, your go-to spots. So you just DM people and it's like, hey, you're in the city. Let me show you around. Let me... I guess what do you, what do you even officially do? Are you like a That's a great question. Profile concierge, I guess. Like I'm I'm someone like on the top of the Godfather. I'm kind of like the, their consigliere. <laughs> I just like the advisor, the consultant. But you're the sorter. The you're, sorter. The, you're like the cool consigliere. You ever watch like, Pulp Fiction? Cool. A good friend of yeah. mine put it this way. You ever watch Pulp Fiction? Yeah, yeah. I'm Mr. Wolf. Like just the fixer. Whatever you need to get done, just tap in. We'll you know a guy who knows a guy. I know a guy down. who knows a guy who. Might owe me a favor. Can get you courtside seats wherever you need or anything you need. You, yeah, the, guy, the city goes yeah. into lockdown. <laughs> well, the, I've you? never sat courtside. The one time I had planned to, I had arranged with a friend to uh, coordinate tickets. And then we announced the city was going into lockdown. And I was just like, all right, well, there goes that <laughs> wagon. Because it was just like the team that we were playing against, um, the, 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 the tickets weren't as crazy as like playing against like the Lakers or like yeah, the yeah. Nets. It was one of those. So you want to see Orlando, basically? No, no, no. I was gonna at the time. <laughs> I was gonna see uh, the Pelicans. Yeah. The yeah, this is post Anthony Davis or pre. Oh yeah, post Anthony Davis. Post Anthony Davis for sure. It's still interesting uh, how ticket sales are still really relative to the team name, not 200%. the actual quality of the team. We have seasons. Yeah. Ricky does too. Humble um, flex. Yeah, subtle. Um, but they, you can see the dis- disparity in pricing between like oh, Lakers will be four times the amount. Of like the Orlando Magic, the and the Orlando Magic would be first in the league that, at that at that point. Well, Lakers should be dead last. It would still be the same. The way. Lakers are dead last. Well, you see, they? yeah, it hurts oh. my feelings. I'm I a, think I'm the, a the Lakers, fan. Sixers, and Brooklyn have like I think it's like 15 wins combined. Should we talk about uh, Brooklyn? How bad their team is and how annoying their players are? You have, <laughs> you have a strong opinion about that? Oh man, are you, are you a Nets fan? I'm a I'm a Kevin Durant guy. I love Kevin. Uh-huh. Durant. Kevin Durant's one of the guys I just can't help but like. I can't help it. No, Danny Danny's uh, sending out invitations right now. Uh, Fucking hear the Durant, you're a Durant guy. I like him. He's a scorer. He he wants to play to win. He speaks what's on his mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sure, he could maybe use a PR dude or like a, a burner <laughs> account that wasn't obvious. But KD says what's on his mind, man. He, uh, I used to love him. I, I'm a, I grew up a Longhorns fan. So when he came out of the draft and he went second, I uh, huge Longhorns fan. Vince Young back in the day. For me right now, it's Marcus Carr. Who's I, Marcus Carr? The. Like number one point guard in my opinion coming out of uh, this class. Who does he play? He's not in Texas. Texas. I don't. Texas I'm not a Texas fan anymore. I should have. Whoa, I should have also whoa, got to that whoa. point. Okay. Well, I, I, they, my allegiance was lost about a year ago, and I changed changed the University of Florida. But that, we'll, we'll, you went <laughs> from choosing Texas to Florida. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, just wanted, I, I like Florida better. We went a good. I'll get to that point. But okay. the Durant <laughs> thing, I liked him coming out of college. I thought he was amazing. Loved him at OKC, and yeah. the day he went to Golden State, I was like, I'm done with this guy. Uh, I don't like it's just it's such a I can go on this forever and forever I've heard these takes and I don't want to go too much down this rabbit hole but it's the most one of the most cowardice moves I've seen in sports mm. I think ever 
ever. Mm. You and then he doesn't like taking the shit because like he wants to feel like he was the guy that was there and won the MVPs. Sure, but that team won before you. They've won now after you. How important were you really to that team? You're important to your legacy because you needed those yeah. championships, but you couldn't do it on your own, and you couldn't get people to come play with you. Whereas, like, where you go to my boy Giannis, my Greek brother, that guy won it on his own. Did not need to bring anybody there. He won with what was around him. Some players yeah. came, but Giannis. So, is a, sort of so my thing, nature. even on that with George, like I, I love chasing the the championship. I'm like, I'm mm. all about it. If you don't have one, go and get one. Mm. The thing is, when you're like 20, I think he did it at like 25 or something, 26. Like he's in the early stages of his prime, and you had just went to the finals and you had a chance at winning that finals, and then you dip. You said, "Let me go. Get, let me go find an easier route to the to the yeah, championship. Like, give it a couple more years. Like LeBron, at least like LeBron played it out in, in Cleveland. You know yeah, what I mean? Like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron played it out in Cleveland. Like as a LeBron, bro, he was a, he was a fucking number one team for like five years. He just couldn't fucking do it. Brother, like, he brought Anderson Verge out to the NBA <laughs> yeah. finals and Zadrunas <laughs> Ogbonna. Like, crazy. He brought crazy Mo Williams to, the, yeah. to like the yeah. Like you, it makes you look no at that, and you're like, okay, LeBron. Like I understand why you left, and you didn't go to the team that just beat your ass in the finals. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not the team that just beat you. Coming behind, coming from behind at three two or three one, three two. Golden State was down three two against OKC, right? Yeah. And yeah. then they came back to win four three. Can you check that? I think it was maybe three one. I actually think it was, yeah, it was bad. I, I know. It was three one. Check last three Google, one. Google uh, Golden State, State versus Oklahoma City NBA Finals. The uh, LeBron gets a lot of hate. I, I love him. I like him a lot. I used I'm to not like him as much because he played on Cleveland. I I actually think. I don't have a strong, strong opinion about this because I'm a big basketball fan. I'm not knowledgeable enough in the 90s basketball. Yeah. I actually think what he has done is more impressive on the whole than any other person, I think, in NBA, maybe in NBA history. But yeah. like, yeah, sure, Jordan 6 for 6 is, is unbelievable. Yeah. But but LeBron, at this point, has probably played two, two full seasons more than anyone that would have had they played the same duration as him. Like, I went to the finals every year. Yeah, you lose. But losing, like... It's also the it's journey. Of- it's the extra games on your body. There's a lot to say like, oh, yeah, like he went all these chips and didn't come back. It's like, well, if we run the math, it takes four games to win. If he's going an extra series, it's an extra four games. Minimum. Minimum, yeah. Right? And that's barring no losses. If he goes an extra two rounds, right, it's another eight. Another well, some game. some playoffs, he played like 25 games, I think. That's what I mean. He's, he's played. It was up uh, maybe a few years ago. He was up to like eighty-two more game. Like he had played a full season in playoff yeah. games. Like that's that's insane. It's disgusting. And yes, you can say that. Okay, well, if you can win by yourself, like let's say you know Giannis didn't by himself, but he was the focal point there and won. So you can give him some credit. But like it's not really just just one person. It is in basketball. You can dominate if you're one player. But I think that applies more to the regular season. Like playoffs is hard, man. Yeah. If you have you your bench gets shrunk, so guys are playing more minutes, but. Cleveland never had depth. I don't think. Like, again, they had, like Gals oh, was a Junis to Gals because they're like, in what world are you gonna well, win? They had, they, had, uh, they had a thirty-eight-year-old Shaq one year. Yeah, like yeah, that was uh, fun. That was fun to watch. But uh, <laughs> to jump back to the the Durant thing, I yeah, I just lost a lot of respect for him. Now that being said, I love the Raptors and I think Masai Ujiri is a genius and I feel like they might try to pry him away from from there. So if they do, then I'm a Durant fan again. Yeah. While he's on the, while he's on the Raptors, I'm a Durant fan when he's here. Um, <clears throat> but I con- converted from to circle this point back from them to uh, Florida because I just like the state of Florida. Like, it's cool. It's Florida. And we went to the University of Texas on a road trip and the yeah. people there didn't seem as friendly as I thought they would be in Austin. Was everything actually bigger in Texas? Yeah. 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 Okay. 
It's yeah. a cool place. Like, Texas was cool. We had a good experience there. But the University of Austin, I was. It's to me, it was like this like, mythological place that I always mm. grew up like th- uh, hearing about and wanting to go to. And then I go and I was like, ah, it's not that great. University of Florida, on the other hand. We had the craziest experience. We had to see Alabama, Florida play. Oh my yeah, that was God. cool. Florida <laughs> almost beat Alabama. They lost. Yeah, on the- there's almost Nick yeah. Saban is like the the Bill Belichick of yeah. university football. I'd say he's even bigger than that. Yeah, right? man, like the guy's been around for what twenty years, and yeah. every year he's in the contention to win. Probably more because he went to the he was started in college and went to the pros for a bit, then came back to college and just dominated. When he came to Alabama, schools like. Uh, like I think Florida was big back then. Yeah. Texas was big back then. Yeah. USC, like the the non SEC schools were really good back then. Then Saban came, and then Alabama just dominated. And then the SEC got more competitive, and all the best teams are Georgia's, in. But, yeah, but there's always like Clemson. random teams that come in, like yeah. Ole Miss, Auburn. like randomly comes in. Auburn randomly LSU. comes in. Yeah, LSU, same thing. Also, since we're on the topic, the LSU's new locker sports room? facility. It's not just a locker room. It's their it's training, a whole facility. Yeah, it's their training facility. I said in the video, I, ridiculous. It wasn't like two hundred million or something, something, something crazy. Dude, the endowment. This, this place is just schools? fucked. It's like I couldn't. This place is. It, it's yeah. probably better than if you go find the worst NFL team, like find the Washington Red uh, Commanders practice <laughs> facility. LSU is probably better than theirs. Oh no, I'd say it's even better than the Bills. Probably we saw the Whoa. Bills. Yeah, yeah. It was Bills was like look like an old barn. Yeah, no, this is state of the art. Like, Dude, Bills actually deserve whatever new facility they're about to get. Oh, yeah. I think they're building a new one down there. Yeah, and I, 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 I will literally want Bills to win this year so bad. It's going to be a tough I want one. them to have nah. it so bad. Nah. Those guys were shit when we went down there. I do not, do not yeah, support them. We went Wait, to the They screwed me on a couple tickets back-to-back <laughs> in some weeks that I won't talk well, about. What's right your now. team? Right now, I'm not going to lie. I, mean, I, I love Pat Mahomes. He's, to me, he's like the Steph Curry of football. Yeah, he's fun There's to There's some shit that he's doing where it's just like, How? Wow. Like, yeah, exactly. Bro, like a 30-yarder sidearm dart. See, I like that though because you you compared him to Steph Curry when you Curry used to get a lot of shit because it looked like they were having so much fun how they played yeah. in the game, which you know all the old heads were like, this guy's you know it's not how the old game was. These guys would get killed back in the day, sure, but they're winning, yeah. dominating, and having fun, making it look yeah, yeah. not effortless, but like they're a, a step above anyone who's ever yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes is like the same way, and it's fun to watch. Yeah, and you want to see same, someone having fun. It was the same thing with when the when the Seahawks were kind of reemerging with Russ and fucking Marshawn. Yeah. Beast mode was a different era. That's got to be the coolest guy I ever met. Have you Wait, seen you him met him in 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 person? Yeah, yeah, twice. Come on, and is he like Fuck. is he as cool as you think he is, dude? It's like being in a, in, a, in a dream. Are you kidding me? Like, so the first time I met Marshawn, do you guys remember Wildflower? Yeah. Because I'm on a date at Wildflower, right? And I was telling one of those girls, like, yo, I want to... Wait, wait, who goes on a date to Wildflower? Okay, okay, let me rephrase. I had picked up this chick at the bar, and this is Wildflower. I was just going to call it a date to sound... Is this Sunday night? This is, no, this is definitely like a Friday or something. Okay, Okay. a little closer. My bad. Um, And I've reached that point where I realize I don't want to be at the bar with this person anymore. I'm trying to figure out what's my best route out of here. And you know when you're just looking around, kind of surveying the place... I see this face kind of looking straight, and he's coming towards the bar. I'm like, hmm, that person looks kind of familiar. Now, what made him stand out is the fact that he didn't look like he had a tough time navigating. He was, like, in rhythm going around the congestion that was between him and the bar. It was almost just like, like a land shark, actually. And as he got close, I'm like, that kind of looks like Marshawn. Oh, that, that is Marshawn Lynch. 
And that's when it was just kind of like I had that was the first time where I kind of got like starstruck type of thing. Because like you go somewhere, you're on a shitty day, you're thinking about like, okay, where is this day going to go? Or maybe I'm going to go back to this chick's place. And instead, now you're kind of like fangirling about this. Some dude. Oh, beast mode. In my head, all this beast mode. Oh, my dick. Like, that's all I'm thinking in my head, and I'm looking at this chick, and she can tell I'm not paying attention. She's like, who are you looking at? I'm just pointing at Marshawn, and then she asked, like, shake his hand, and the best part is, like, she asked if he was Marshawn, and then she's like, no. He's like, I never heard of him. <laughs> that, that was gangster. That, uh, that was the first time I met him. <laughs> He's, uh, you made him twice, though. The second time, I was at work. I work with a tech. I work in a mall. I used yeah. to work in a mall, and um, wait, sorry. So that three different ways that you yeah, said. Yeah, I'm like, tech, do I want to tell people I work at a mall. I used to work at a no, mall. No, I work. I work at a mall. Currently, <laughs> I thought about about double back. I'm like, I can't. This is live. <laughs> so, so, okay, let me just dive right into it. So I'm I'm trying to figure out where this employee is and how come they haven't taken their break yet. And when I find out, it's just like, oh, he's outside with Marshall Lynch. Like, oh, like that. To completely make sense. I wouldn't go on my break either. I would completely stay there. Um, and he's basically just entertaining him. Now, the first thing that I did was what I told myself. Like my younger brother my younger brother also played football. Um, and he had a video that actually went viral back in high school of him running through like a bunch of kids on the way to a touchdown. And like it was getting compared to like Marshawn Lynch, the beast mode run. So I told myself that I ever saw him again, like I'd have to show him this tape. And that's what I did. And then what he was saying, like, as I was showing him the, this clip, is literally what you'd want to see on, like, a Twitch stream. He's like, oh, little man ain't wrap up. Little man ain't wrap up. As as this guy, as my younger brother's, like, breaking tackles to get to this touchdown, I was like, oh, he ain't wrap up. That's all I remember. That's all he was saying. I'm just a man. This guy's just so cool to be around. He seems like like of all guys to me in the NFL, he seems like one of the people that you'd want to, like, just like, oh, have a, even a five-minute conversation with. I would love to He um that. He was on a show... It was a Netflix series that I think Will Arnett released. It was a um, like a sketch comedy almost, but there was like ad libbed. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know the name of it. Danny, can you look this up? Anyways, it's they had like a five part series, and it'd be like Will Arnett and this person play a cop, uh, and they or sorry, let me rephrase that. Will Arnett was the main cop, and every episode he would have a different partner. Marshall Lynch was one of them, and they like it's it's basically ad libbing the whole show. Yeah. Marshall is one of the funniest guys to watch. Like the, sh- the stuff that comes to his head that he says, unbelievable. I'm not, I don't remember it all, and I'm going to butcher it, but yeah. I highly recommend watching it. That's on Netflix. Yeah. So if I type Marshall Lynch, yeah, nope, it'll Netflix. come up. Murderville. Murderville. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. I'm going to find yeah. that later. If you got to go to dinner with any three people from the NFL, dead or alive, who are they? Any, NFL only. Any three NFL only. Dead or alive. Uh. Uh, okay, I got uh, Deion Sanders. Uh, probably Marshawn Lynch and probably Tom Brady. Those are good. Those are good ones. I would say Michael or uh, ooh, Ray Lewis would be crazy. Ray Lewis was the first one that came to mind, but I'm just like, is saying his name going to get me canceled? No, I no, he Ray Lewis got off the Man, that guy, he's lucky he wasn't playing today. He, uh, he shit. Yeah. <laughs> Every second, you'd just be like, Ray Lewis would fuck your ticket up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you'd, the amount of penalties he would just pick up. You know, I'll, sorry, I just thought about this Baltimore. Ed Reed would be cool, too. Oh, yeah. Ed Reed. Dude, I saw a clip recently um, that I think it was Peyton Manning was talking about it on a, on a tel, uh, telecast. And he said that I think Ed Reed is the smartest defensive player he's ever played against, and he was one of the toughest to play against. And he, he broke down a clip where he shows that 
Peyton Manning knew Baltimore's defense, so he knew that um, when the receiver lets you know breaks down the line and cuts, they do the certain thing, right? So he knew they were going to do it. So he called an audible at the line. But Ed Reed, Omaha. knowing Peyton Manning, I believe it was Omaha. Ed Reed, knowing that Peyton Manning studies this, knew that he would know to do it. So Ed Reed on this play saw them audible out. Ed Reed still f- pretended to bite on the fake. Yeah. As he lunged, he knew that Peyton was watching him. He did a quick fake, spun back around, picks the ball off. Like basically oh. baited Peyton Manning and beat him in his own game. That's badass. That's that is a good one. Yeah. That for me, yeah, for me, you have to do like field generals. So Pat Mahomes is definitely one of them. All right. How do you come up with the shit that you come up with? Um, Tom Brady. Just because like it's not like Tom Brady's really a, a crazy athlete. He's not spinning to get out of anything. So how are you so tactical, especially at this age? It's yeah. all you know, it's all mental like we were talking about earlier. And Peyton Manning would probably have to be the last one. It would be all quarterbacks. That I would sit down and try to pick their brains up because it's just like they're they're thinking steps ahead, not just what's in the moment. Ray Lewis would be dope, don't get me wrong. Marshall would be dope, but it's like they're a lot of the moves that they make are just like reactionary to like whether or not yeah. their O line actually makes that block, whether or not you know this cuts can actually help them. Whereas like yeah, guys yeah. have to think about full fucking plays, mismatches, audibles of the line, like that shit's huge. What about you, Rick? Uh, I'd go Brady for sure, just because, again, Brady's the GOAT. I'd probably go Gronk, just because I feel like he'd be a lot of fun at dinner. Like, Gronk, I feel like... Dude, you, you see the videos of him online, it's like, I feel like Gronk is exactly who you think he is. In person, on the field, everything. Yeah. And then I'd have to go, like, a, like a cool running back at the end. Um, I don't know who would my third one be. Pick someone that dated Kim Kardashian. Actually, I don't know, man. Derrick Henry would be fucking dope. Just because, like... I feel like he's... Like, I've never heard him say a word ever. Even though I don't watch... Like, Usually, I'm a Titans fan. Like, I don't know what like, he sounds I, I would like. love to throw Eli into the mix just because Eli would be so awkward and funny. Like, Eli yeah, Manning. Man. So, I was like, what was it like beating Tom Brady in an undefeated season? Well, it was cool. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. You know what I mean? Yeah, Danny. Know, who want, would you I go? Guys, Danny's I want guys who have good stories, like really good stories, some legend. And you want guys from I think different different decades. Because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, who's the who's the running back that uh, with the glove? Why, why am I going blank right now? The, the glove. OJ. OJ. OJ got some crazy this stories. Is, this is recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OJ got some crazy stories. Danny, who are you? I see you. I see you eyeing Juice. us down. Gronk. Garoppolo. Oh. And CD Lamb. Jimmy G. Oh, and yeah, CD and CD Lamb. Yeah. Why CD Lamb? Because we got drafted. I was obsessed with him. You're a Dallas, are you a Dallas Cowboys fan? Yeah. She's got a jersey. Oh, she sat, she had dinner on the on Dallas Cowboys Stadium. That's pretty fire. I've been, yeah, yeah, Dallas Cowboys Stadium's nuts. Jerry World. But then I also, yeah, that's it for now. <laughs> for Eric now. Decker hot. Oh, God. That oh, doesn't count. Um, how do we on the topic of talking about football players? We're talking about Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah, meeting yeah, Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Yeah, meeting we've Marshall. met. I, we've met. Um, we met uh, Brian Arakpo and Jamal Charles. That was cool at the Raptors game. That the game that, was it. Game six. No, we had the, we had the the mask that yeah. we had the, the signs. That, yeah. So it was one of the playoff games. I think I think it was game six. Can't remember. Two two Texas players too. So I spotted them. I knew them. I get. I'm not gonna lie. I don't get like. I don't get. Ah, that's a that's blah, fucking. I get starstruck so easily. Like if I see someone, like oh, George, George, George got excited over Dalton Pompey like a few years back. You're joking me. I grew up playing. I played baseball with him again in, in school. He was unbelievable. And I saw him walking. I'm like, oh, it's Dalton. I didn't get going all crazy about seeing. It was the first time he, I, I was at Lost and Found, and I bumped into him. I was like, oh, Dalton versus the Jays. That's sick. Ricky exaggerated. I think Ricky exaggerated his story so much. Uh, 
Okay, we had, we, had, we had Dalton on the we had Dalton on the, podcast. on the podcast. I've seen yeah, him a few times out the city. Yeah, I fucking guys out more than. Hey more man, than if you're in Toronto, you got to take advantage of it. Absolutely, yeah, there's a lot to do here. That's how this whole thing, this whole conversation started. Back yeah. to, so back to what do you do again? Uh, you're a sorter. If I, if I had to li- if I had to label it something for like LinkedIn, it would be like an image and lifestyle consultant. Okay. Because image is broad enough for me to say like, yeah, you know, I'll help some guys like. Um, with personal shopping, sometimes it's with styling, sometimes it's just like sourcing some tough to find stuff. Because I mean, if you're in the season six to eight months or eight to ten months of the year, you're not really getting to shop up until like you have your trip in LA or your trip in New York, your trip in Florida, and you're trying to run through the different teams that are in those states. And then maybe you get a chance to break away and check some shit out. So I try to help keep them current. Okay, so they just hit you up and they're like, need need a couple pairs of sneakers. Yeah, it started with sneakers I was doing sneakers For the longest time And then it turned into Just like Sneakers came fashion And then it's like Maybe it's A tough to find uh, Supreme t-shirt Or maybe it's a, a Ricardo Tichy Givenchy piece From when they were doing Like the Watch the Throne stuff So It'll be a range of shit sometimes Where would you bring someone To shop in Toronto? Like if you had to pick a store Not source it out outside Tough There's a, there's a couple actually That you need to go to Um Contraband Toronto, you have to go check out. You have to go to Nomad Toronto. Um, Capsule's got sneakers. The Webster is cool to have here, but it's they're not immediately from Toronto. So I w- I'm not going to say, like, don't pop in with them. But if you want to see, like, Toronto at its core, Haven is solid. Livestock is, you know, a staple in the game. Livestock is actually where I got my first pair of shoes that I fell in love with. It was a Yeezy one. Yeah, that was a great feeling. That was a great feeling at that age. I'll be honest. All those stores you named, I think I've been into one of them. I've never been into I any. I can tell. I know, they, I know them all. <laughs> nah, it's a lie. Been into Capsule. Never bought anything. And I think Nomad's on Queen. Nomad no? is at Spadina and Dundas-ish. So then they, have, they, they had a spot. They, their old spot was kind of like Richmond and Spadina. And now they're more like Dundas. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they had, oh yeah, you're right. They were there was a point where they were on on the south side West. of Queen, right? Queen West, like Queen and like Tecumseh. Yeah, Queen next to our girl studios. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah. south side there. I've been in that store. That store had some fucking sick pop ups too. Yeah, that's where I met a couple homies um, over at that spot. They did a they did a pop up for the Justin Bieber Purpose tour. That was nuts because Jerry Lorenzo designed the merch, and they'd also yeah. been the Toronto stop for when Jerry Lorenzo came to the city to do like his Fear of God. It was like second or third collection. Maybe even fourth of like rock tees, but that guy's an OG. Yeah, no, the, yeah. That, my, I got the worst fashion game in the world. I'm like Walmart jeans and tee. What you got on right now? <laughs> you don't even want to know. rate I, the fit. You got the Birkenstocks, Arizonas, the uh, ankle socks that say I get cold when I wait in line at Lost and Found. <laughs> I actually put these on when I got home today. Okay, so I, I had like high top Nikes in the winter, but yeah. Fair enough. Uh, these track pants are Costco something, something nice. Costco. Kirkland? Nice. Yeah, probably. Did no, you get it's, to not, it's not. Sample them first? Uh, no. Okay. Just, you, they were like 20 bucks, 10 bucks or something. Nice. So you just pick them up. Uh, and then this is a Pals Podcast exclusive piece of merch, limited edition, only 100 made ever. That's fire. That's fire. So no online it says sold out already. Oh, but you can't even get them online. They're not available. Exactly. So what's the You, you, probably, you probably go to like fucking um, Valley Village, you see a bunch of them there. So what's the resale value on the Pals hoodie? Hi, right? I well, figured. If there's only one online, I can say it's like a thousand. Yeah, got him. <laughs> only one available. Eh? Wait out for wait for the restock. <laughs> oh, oh man, the yeah. Bots and monitors watching your shit for when it releases. So how do you get them? Like when you when you buy something that's like coming on uh, coming out. Let's say you want to get uh, I don't know whatever the new 
Jordans are coming out. Yeah. Do you have a bot system that does it, or do you? Dude, if I had a bot system, I feel like I would be I would be so excited if I had a bot system because I feel like I wouldn't have so like any anxiety at all. I would just be able to, you know, skip the six twenty three a.m. releases on Nike.com. Not have to worry about entering a million raffles, but no, I don't, I don't have a bot system. Sometimes I get lucky, and that's where it kind of comes down to, like, I reached this point a few years ago where I was just like, yo, fuck it. I'm just going to pay resale. I'm just paying the resale. Like, if I skip a bunch of general issues, like, that $200 or that $300 adds up quickly. So if I skip two, three, four pairs, instead of getting four pairs of, like, okay stuff, I get one pair of, like, a banger. And then I run that banger into the ground. That's fair. So you're someone who like you don't buy to collect, you buy to like wear. Like you, I beat the shit out of my stuff. Yeah, it's good. No, it's good. You, people, sh- I, I, like I get some people collect to like buy and, and keep, but like yeah. you, I, I've, I don't have a lot of. Actually, I think I have like nice enough clothes. Like I, I, I like to buy good quality things that last. I never understand people that like will buy stuff, whether it's a you know a nice watch or bag, or whatever, and mm. keep it on the shelf. What's the point of buying something good to not use it? I get it. You can collect it and resell it. I just, I don't know. I, I never understood that. Have you ever had fun with the Apple shares that you buy? With the, the what? Like, have you ever decided, like, fuck, I'm going on a date. I'm, let me wear my Apple shares. My Apple shares? Yeah, or your Tesla shares. Mm. Never thought of it that way. I've sold my stuff to invest in other things or spend my money and use it. So, yeah. same kind of thing. I'm a portfolio manager of a closet. Yeah. That would be my thing. So it's That's just, fair. It's the same thing. Like, you know, a lot of these pieces right now are like they're actual assets that you can get utility out of and then flip down the road. Well, we have a buddy that had the pair of uh, the Dior Jordans. Who, Chris? No, buddy Mickey. DB. No, Mickey wears his uh, though. Yeah, he does. So our buddy DB has them. He's got the high tops and he bought them for like seven grand. And I think they're valid, like on uh, StockX right now. I think they're nine. Yeah, somewhere on that. Something like that, right? So I think he... He bought them with the purpose of not wearing them. Mm. Mind you, like, again, seven grand for a fucking pair of sneakers is a lot, but hey, fuck, if they're worth nine now, like... It would make sense, yeah. It's a good investment. Fuck, he's had them for less than two years. Yeah, that's like someone buying a Birkin bag. You buy it for 10 grand, resell it in a couple years for 30 grand. Depends on the Birkin, though. Yeah, some no, of them, like, but it's the same thing. You can buy luxury items for resale. Yeah. But I truly believe if you're going to buy a luxury item because you like it and you want to wear it, you should continue to use it like 100%. if i buy a pair of running shoes and they're expensive i'm gonna wear them until i can't wear them anymore because i bought them for the purpose of wearing them yeah so i'm the same way now if i have something nice i i use it to the ground the reason why is when i was about 13 or 14 years old my cousin gave me a pair of gucci sunglasses they were the ones that were upside down so it's like instead of the instead of the they were really big in europe at that time like massive everybody had them my cousin gave me a pair of gucci ones they were like 400 euros 500 euros jesus and I was so scared of wearing them and to like lose them. And then like two years later, I'm like, gonna start wearing them. I wore them for one summer and then they were out of style the next summer. Wow. So I still to say I've worn them once, maybe like a dozen times. So something to like buy things that are gonna last, that are timeless versus tell, buying something in the moment. I tell the story all the time. And there's I, a lot of brands. My first designer piece of clothing I ever got was uh, a Louis Vuitton belt on Rodeo Drive. I think I was in grade seven. My parents got it for me, I think for Christmas, we were down there. Wow. I still have it this day, and I my go to belt, still shocking that it fits me. I was either really fat then, or I don't know what's going on because it fits me almost the exact same way. Punch holes? No, no, none. Same, probably on the same hole too. It's it, it, it's <laughs> honestly yeah, close, like not far off. Um, and I've worn it, so that's now grade seven. Was that? 
That's like 20, 15 years. 15 years I've been wearing this thing. It's worn well. It doesn't look it doesn't look faded no, at all. 20 nothing. years, actually. So I spent, it's, what, maybe it was 200 bucks at the time, US, something yeah. like that. Think about how the incremental value that I've gotten all that. You said it. And if I wanted to, if, if belts for some reason were still reselled, yeah. it still looks decent enough that I could probably sell it, but... Yeah, I just I I understand people collect things. I, I, yeah, I obviously yeah. understand the value of like limited edition goods and like you know supply and demand and stuff like that. I get it. I'm sorry, uh, DBs like sneakers and stuff. But I don't know. I just think like if you're gonna buy something that's nice, don't you want people to? I guess you can post that people can see you have it, but don't you want people to know that's you the have generation it? we're in though. You know what I mean? If you see some people at dinner and their their clutch or their purse. Their watch just so happens to be holding the champagne glass as we're taking the picture. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's, yeah. it's a little flex. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Like yeah. people who they're when they're in the Rolls Royce, they got the head tilt like fucking. Yeah, I in their neck. don't get. I cannot. Holy shit! That's reason George deleted Instagram. Oh my god. No, that's probably one of the reasons. I hate seeing that. I hate. We used to when we go to the clubs too. Like we would drink. You know, sometimes you order like a good bottle of champagne, but I. Actually, that's a lie. I was probably caught in one or two pictures with a, with a bottle of champagne, man. Oh, wait, but wait, I, one or two. What are you talking about? We went to clubs every week. Be honest. Like I said I work in a mall. But I'm not. But I'm not doing like. I don't think I'm the, like you're the guy holding the thing, posting it with like you're like you said, oh, yeah, watching it, stuff like that. Like yeah, pouring them out for like nothingness. Yeah, that to me is crazy. I, I again, Stupid. I understand why people do it. I think it's the dumbest. Like, the epitome of weird flex. But it's okay. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I know. I'm. Maybe I'm weird, or maybe I actually. Cause I'm not cheap in terms of experiences, but I don't. I think I've bought a champagne bottle at a club, like max, like a handful of times. I would always rather buy two bottles of vodka or two bottles of tequila than one bottle of champagne, cause it'll just last so much longer. Even when we were in Vegas and stuff, where it's like our minimums are so ridiculous, I'm like, don't get the champagne to start, get it after, cause. What if we end up meeting 20 fucking girls and we run out of booze? Then we're going to have to buy more booze after. One bottle of champagne is like almost equivalent to two bottles of vodka. So what you're saying is you'd rather pour someone a bottle shot than have to use a champagne flute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but some of the like things. I, like, I genuinely, like, I actually, well, up until recently, I like drinking champagne. I like, really, really, like, like I, I, I one glass max. You say it again, sir. You, you, you would have like more than one glass. Me, yeah. yeah really? I agree with when you. I would buy them, I would drink like that. I would like have probably by myself like three, four glasses of it. Would you say that your team rose all day? No, don't like rose. Rose gives heartburn. See, I, I, I used to drink rose with like I'd be in Europe, but he's me bad heartburn. If now. I'm having one glass, rose is my thing. Danny, go. I'm allergic. No. I'm allergic to alcohol too. Like when oh, I start to rose. drink, like I could have either a beer or like a glass of wine, and my nose will just get stuffy. Really? Yeah, I won't really drink on dates because then it's just like if I can't taste my food and I'm fronting this bill, like I'm pissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Could you imagine you're, you're fucking buying a tomahawk, like a like a I don't know, like a gnocchi or some shit. And my man's going to Julieta too, so you know the bill's getting so, pricey. You know, I, mean, I can run through my order right now. It's, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not drinking and, and eating at the same time. If anything, it's like one glass or it's like a shot. It's probably a Moscow Mule. Something simple. I swap yeah. the tequila instead of the vodka. I've never done that. Yeah, all the time. I've heard, I've heard almost, people that, that do that before. They drink tequila. Yeah, big fan of it. I used to hate it, but now I'm a big fan. I'll stop. I've done. I've done a tequila Negroni before. Actually, a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Tequila and a Negroni is good. Negroni was my favorite drink for a long time. But yeah, it gives me like I don't know, bugs me lately. Can't drink it. But tequila Negroni is really good. Tequila wakes you up. It's like if you drink it, most things you put in, like it'll like it gives you a bit of energy. It's, it's the caffeine of alcohol. Yeah, honestly, I believe so. Doing shots of tequila, you're waking up most of the time. Like it's, a, it's an upper. Versus yeah, like vodka, like puts you down. Like that's what it's. It's about. a sativa, not an indica. That's fair. Yeah. Fires you up. 
I still love you. I love me vodka, but for shots, tequila is the good thing. I love me vodka. <laughs> I said a little Russian. I said, I said I love me vodka. <laughs> I love me some vodka. Um, yeah, anyways, I, uh, yeah, people like to flex, eh? People really like to. I wonder what's going to happen, like, if people keep. You know, we've been lived through it. This is maybe going too deep down the road, but we've lived through a time the last, like, decade that it's just like money was relatively cheap, companies were booming, the economy was doing yeah. well. And not to say I don't know what's happening in the future, but if what people are saying does come to fruition, I wonder if that will like reset things, right? Because it's always like oh eight oh nine, we're probably a little too young to like really appreciate what happened then. Yeah. But I feel like you know when that kind of reset happens, there are people who maybe have overexerted themselves and, and so forth. Like you know, I say, when the tide goes out, you see who's swimming naked. So I oh, wonder. I've never heard that one. That's a new one. Yeah, I heard it a few times. I really like it because um, it's true, right? Like you know, every, so the problem is I like swimming naked. <laughs> I don't no, like listen, not a bad thing. So many things. Like, I, I'm everyone's at fault, right? You, you like, do I need to buy this one thing? I really like. It. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it. Like yeah. a lot of people, most of us buy stuff we don't like truly, truly need, but you want it. it brings people joy, whatever. Yeah, yeah. No judgment for that. But you know, then you see people again like pouring champagne on the floor. It's like, you know, hey, that much money that you might need one. See day. the the problem though, and this is just to play devil's advocate. I, by the all problem means, is, is just like if. If you're doing that, chances are you're not doing that and not recording it. And if you're recording it, you're getting content. And if you're getting content, you're marketing. So if the flex is kind of like, I'm going to pour this out because this is a weird flex. And I know someone's going to DM me calling me a fucking idiot. And hey. Any press is good press. It opens the conversation. Talk to me, marketing guy. No, I no, no. I'm just like, at the same time, a lot of times the people we see that are, are doing these flexes, it's like. You getting think sponsorships. That, this, yeah, they're not getting sponsorships. They're not doing it to grow their channel. They're not doing this. They're doing it. It's just strictly to like impress people. I guess. So when they say they're going out to party, like, oh, I know. Like, explain to me why the dude that pours milk hosts parties. Oh, oh I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, slut, whisper. slut Whisper. What a great name. He was a photographer, too. Thank you. That, yeah. Whatever happened to him? Yo, he's that still one. around. You didn't hear what happened no. about four months ago? So we had a show in Hamilton. Is this going to get us canceled? Uh, no, because no, we didn't do shit. I'm, like, I'm just going to ask. I'm going to yeah. say. Every 30 minutes. 20, yeah, 20, 20, I'm, I'm are the fries ready yet? <laughs> no. Okay, is this going to get me canceled? No. So he he was, do you call it performing? He was hosting. Yeah, he was hosting in. Well, I guess he's performing too. Fuck it, uh, he was performing at a club, hosting a club in Hamilton, and a Facebook group of mothers in Hamilton like started this big protest, and they protested outside the club. Went to the mayor's office to try and get him to like not happen. Yeah. The mayor said, "No, this is happening." Oh, sure. wow. Hamilton. Sorry, sorry. May, may, again, I'm not 100 percent sure this. This is how it I just remember. Sounds happening. like a Hamilton story. Yeah. yeah. So, but it still went through. <laughs> And the show went on, apparently because of that, the extra press, it ended up helping them sell more tickets because I think I remember him like doing an Instagram live or an Instagram story about it where he's like, fuck it, I wasn't sold out, but now we are. Thanks, mom's group of Hamilton, Facebook, dash, whatever. Did he I drop the whole URL? That would have been <laughs> Yeah, right. It was just Thank it was just you, H-T-T-P-S. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a Semi-Cola club in Hess Village. I mean, maybe I'm mistaking the story, Danny. I don't know, but she's... Are we Googling it? Yeah, no, she's off. She's dancing with the stars started, she so she's off. Jeeves? Yeah, okay. Anyway, so she... Uh, but yeah, Krill. 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 Yeah, Krill yeah, was here. K-I-R-I-L-L. Yeah. Anyway, so he hasn't been canceled yet. Whisperer. Follow him. So I feel like if you <laughs> what don't a name, eh? yeah. yeah. I feel like if you, how did I? You can't get canceled if you don't let yourself get canceled. Almost like, 
You know what I mean? There's some things you can do that are really I was thinking, bad. We were talking about this the other day, I think. Me and you? I, I, was it on the podcast? Because I, we were saying something. I, I, didn't, we, I don't think we went down this thought, but I remember, th- I, I remember either we talked about it or was thinking it recently. And it's in, I think we were talking about comedians maybe. Was it on the podcast? Yeah, comedians, yeah. Some people, like they just, I'll give you an example. You know Joey Diaz? Heard the name. Joey Coco Diaz. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. One of, he's, one of, he's on Joe Rogan, but he's a big comedian. Yeah, he is extremely politically incorrect, but he <laughs> he, he says it and admits it, and he said, like, I think on, on Rogan's podcast, this is like a couple years ago, because I've listened to all his stories are insane, but he says, he goes, I'm not, I know who I am, I know it's not right, but this is how, I'm not changing. It's taking me yeah. more effort to change. So he says stuff that is, you know, you probably could get canceled for, but I think because he's aware enough of it and says it, I think it's the people. People just think, "Why am I going to go after this guy?" Like he's clearly. It's not going to. It's like it's going to bounce off like te- off Teflon. Yeah. I think some people, depending how what you do, how bad it is. Yeah. If it's someone that is like, there's lines you can't cross. If it's what it's, are those yeah. lines? <laughs> Jk, Jk, Jk. Yes, no, but JK. you know, if something's in a gray area and the person just absolutely does not care, they might be able to walk away from it. If it's definitely black and white, yeah, yeah it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. But it's uh, it's interesting. Because like pouring milk on girls and like doing that that guy does, I mean, you would think that that would not it's fly consensual today. though. Like, yeah, I used to. I mean, it's, yeah, it's this is a big can of worms. <laughs> I know. Have to go down. I actually think it's yeah. It's how do we get on the topic of this one now? Lost and found. We needed filler. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about lost and found hostings. No, I don't know how we. How did we get on this topic? Does anyone remember? Because it has to do with the weird. Oh, flexing, pouring, yeah, pouring yeah, champagne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the champagne yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Do you know? Also, notice all the people posting the bottles of like pouring empty champagne. All have like either like real rollies or fake rollies or like fake APs, real APs. Like no one's doing it with like a blank wrist. You notice yeah. that? Everyone's always got fucking some sick ass watch. Yeah. So I deleted I my. Like that's part of the flex. That's why I deleted my social media. It's stressful. It is. It's just. It I, it's. I, still it, I find it I mean yeah you're single you, you, you just want to be out in the world and do your thing I just find it it just you're, it's all noise it's all bullshit but George it's at the same time you're on still on YouTube shorts that's still a social network yeah but I'm, but with the, the content I'm getting is very different than the like you, YouTube shorts you and TikTok is almost the exact same I never thing. said TikTok well, you deleted TikTok. Too, I deleted right? my. Well, I meant like Instagram. This what we're oh. talking about here does not have to do with TikTok. It does have to do with Instagram. Well, no, some people still do that on TikTok too, though. Probably, but I'd venture to guess that there's more flexing done on Instagram as a whole. It's been yeah, a long. Yeah, it's, yeah, it lives yeah, there. Yeah, it's content. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I just it's to me it's just all there's smoking, seldom value you're gonna get. Smoking mirrors. A lot of it, yeah, and that's fine. It, it's people most the average person doesn't care about it. For me, I just get very irritated very easily yeah. about just nonsense. I was probably guilty of doing that stuff too when I was younger. Probably posted stuff that was a little bit boisterous. Boisterous? What the hell's the word? Did that have to do with your, during your period of not waiting in line at Lost and Found? For oh, sure. Yeah, they For coincided. Sure. Well, no, even up until like, listen, it doesn't matter what anyone says. Every, well, not everybody, but most people have a gene in them that wants to show off something. Like, you, that's why we have social media. It's crazy because I feel like it kind of started in elementary school and you do show and tell. Or like you, you know, yeah, do you ever show and tell? Like you bring in something that's cool to you, and you try your best to flex. No one, ever, up, yeah. no one ever brought in like craft dinner. <laughs> said I brought this in because it's my favorite snack. Like no, no, no. Like this is my fucking Power Rangers Mighty Morphin wristwear. This makes me the Green Ranger. Actually, none true. of you guys can't tell me shit. Or when you bring in your parents, yeah, and you're just like. 
or like my brother actually has a story from um, him not wanting my mom to come on a school trip because she didn't have like a super cool job so it wasn't like a flex for <laughs> you know to bring your mom on a school trip or like you bring your, your parent to not to class and talk about what they do like yeah if you're not a fireman who gives a fuck it's true that's actually a yeah, very interesting take that. I did not think about that I, and listen like I to circle back to that point I, I was the I probably still am I like I brag to my friends like I am very I'm just very boastful in general what's, the last, can, what's the last thing you bragged about Probably picking a stock rate or something. I don't know. Uh, that's a good one. I brag. I like everyone wants to tell someone. I told you so for the most part. Like everyone. Yeah. You want to hype yourself yeah, up? Yeah. But I'm also happy to share share the L's, right? Like if I. Get, no, there's... the last thing he was bragging about was uh, knowing that the Rock was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rock was not. I'm gonna be not bringing genuine. this up every story. That he George doesn't believe the Rock's been genuine. And then Danny found an article online that, that where the Rock bad. said that he was not as nice as he should have been anymore. Something like that. Yeah. It was like two days ago. I talked about this. Huh. And I said I knew it. That's the last thing you brag I mean, I, I'll occasionally brag if my parlay hits, but if my parlay doesn't hit, then I'm in a dark, dark place. <laughs> Listen, you got to be able to. The, the thing is, when you when you brag, you you can you can't be the person that goes and says like, "This is my life; it's amazing," or yeah. "I told you so," or "I'm amazing at this." But then Unless when the L's ex. come up, you're like, "No, no, no, I didn't do that." Like you have to eat the L's, man. A hundred percent. I'm the first to admit. Yeah, this I did not expect this to happen or this. Yeah, the, the the fringe ones you're gonna defend a little bit. Like, I thought this or that, but like, man, you gotta be able to take the good with the bad. It's yeah, it's the. Anyways, we're getting on these like fucking webs here and going in different t- different directions, but it's content. Man, fuck it, that's the best part. It's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck yeah. we want, right? Exactly. Um, I know yeah. we're getting near that that point. I don't know any other cool stories you got? You want to share something? Give me a topic. I'll see what what comes to mind. What are your favorite sneakers you have? Favorite pair that I have? Oh, Chicago off white. Uh, Jordan ones, um, just because of the story. I, I'm my favorite like sneaker silhouettes a Jordan one. So when you mentioned that you bought it, ah, oh, great pair. As long as it's not a mid, you know what I mean. But well, are mids frowned upon in the community? Everyone says that. So you know, wait, pause. You know what we should do then? We should go and buy them because if I know anything about trends, it's like Crocs. I think you get made fun of for that doesn't get the love. The people that can't get it, one day someone's gonna see an opportunity and buy an appreciated asset. And people can valuable. get it. It's not an issue not to get them. Like you can get mids for way cheaper than you can get highs or lows. But any sneakerhead that I've ever met that I've gone to for advice on sneakers, I'm like, oh, I want these, and I can get the same ones in like a version of the mids. And they're like, do do not get the mids. Why yeah, is that? So it's like a un, un, unwritten rule. It's like you, if if Nana offers you food, you're not gonna say no. You well, can't and George, no. give you an idea. So the lows are like standard like at normal market value like buck 50 the mids are like 200 the highs are 250 you go resell the mids and the lows are the same price okay right but that that data doesn't help me what i'm what i was saying was okay let's back it up it just helps you in terms of value what no no but that's not that no i understand what they're saying in terms of that i i realize that no one says to get them because they're not they've the, they don't have resale value or whatever but why is that is it because they produce more of them? Is it because the de- is it supply is higher or demand is lower? Demand is lower. Right. But the supply is similar. Supply is, I, it feels like the supply is definitely higher. Or maybe the supply is the same amount. It just, they're not as The demand appealing. is lower, yeah. The lure isn't there. Okay, but is there a reason? I mean, just, they're not highs, if, they're not lows. I, they're just like, kind of in the middle I, there. If I had to try to unpack it, it's... They don't look as good in jeans. And that's my opinion. Again, I'm not a sneakerhead. So let me ask you then. So let's take this back. That's, this is the point I was making. Take it back a step. We talked about Crocs to begin, begin this, right? Back in the day, you were made fun of wearing Crocs. Yeah. One day they became cool. Because one person made a choice to say, I'm pretty cool or I 
I don't care what people think, so I'm going to start doing this. And then then the network effect happens. Right? Someone says, like, oh, those were not cool before, but this cool person's no, wearing no, no, them. No, no, But when Crocs were popular back in the day, you bought the Crocs because everyone had them. I said, hey, mom, I'm going to camp. I need a pair of Crocs. I never bought Crocs. People at my school made, get made fun of for wearing Crocs. No, no, no. no. I still we, don't have Crocs. But I, I, like, I, we, I we were younger. We were going to Muskoka Woods. It was like, mom, I can't go to Muskoka Woods without Crocs. Begged my mom, we need Wait, Crocs. Wait, really? To- what? That never was a thing when we were kids. Like, that was, Danny. They that- were five years older than you. You remember that. Okay. What I'm saying is when they first came out, there was jokes about like the best birth control is a croc. Okay. Whoa. See, opposite for That's, like, my but, generation, but, when they were popular, it was popular. Then it right. became unpopular to have them. So you threw them out. You left them wherever they were. Someone decided to bring them back. Right. It's not saying that mids, like mids have been around for how long? Just Whoa. in this, like from all time, if you're going to buy Jordans and you can afford to buy them at a resale value too, because they're impossible to get, you're going to buy the highs or lows. If not, don't bother getting them. Buy another pair. Buy Air Forces. You guys are missing the point of what I'm saying, I believe. No. It's not about today's value. Like how does, like when someone, when Warren Buffett goes and buys a company, he finds one that is undervalued relative to its intrinsic value. So what I'm saying is people look to make money, right? So you like, you, you don't just buy to wear, you buy something else to invest to make money. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. I'll, I'm not saying I'm right. I will bring this back and say I was right if it does happen. But what I'm saying is on that hill. everyone, like things become popular for different reasons, right? Yeah. So there, I mean, what I'm saying is, is, that not, is there absolutely no chance ever that those shoes could become as popular? No. Nah, I feel like there, there would need to be an entire dynamic switch. There's, there's so many different pairs of Jordan 1 highs that when they get made in either a collaboration or a retro of a specific colorway because those are the pairs that kind of hold the most value the pairs that are being retroed which means like they're coming back because the jordan one chicago like the lost and found that just came out um a couple days ago the reason people are going fucking ape shit over them is because they're a chicago colorway silhouette like that red and you white got classic I, I did i did it was was it was not a shoe this year that i was gonna miss there's I've, I've reached that point where it's like there's certain shoes where I've accepted if I get them at retail, amazing. If I get them at resale, I'm just going to buy one and I'm going to enjoy them. But that, that was one of the shoes that I definitely wasn't about to skip. Um, but on on that topic, it's just like when some people do a collab or when they, there's that retro, like if there's not, you know, a specific story behind it, it doesn't make it as appealing. You know what I mean? Like anytime that I feel and there's a story behind some, it kind of makes you actually want it more because you can actually align the product with your values or something that you actually agree with. Like my, my favorite pair of Jordan 1s, my favorite shoes of Jordan 1, my favorite pair specifically is the the Nigel Sylvester Jordan 1. He's a, he's a black BMX rider. And he, first of all, you don't really see many black dudes like like using a BMX bike. Is it, wasn't this Nigel? Just a skateboarder. No, no, Nigel. Oh, skateboarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> And when he got this, when he did that pair, there are certain things that kind of just, just aligned with my values. Like if I'm picking a shoe, I need something that's versatile. You know what I mean? And the color scheme of this was like all cream. So it's just like, it's not white. It's not like tan. So it'll go with multiple fits. And then it's like, you know, what's the material? This pair was all leather. So I know it's going to be easy to clean. It's not going to crease too crazy if I get the right size. And then it's like, what are the details? And that shoe for me, like had just a few this green check marks it's like the the mini the additional mini swoosh at the toe box the 
it the effect of uh, the shoe looking like it's already been worn, which for me is a plus. If I'm going to beat the hell out of my pair anyways and it already looks worn, it's like, great, this is going to last me even longer. I'm going to get even more utility out of it. And then the subtle details like the in the uh, the medial, I believe that's the term, the, the, the inside swoosh is actually reflective. So they, they remove the outside swoosh, it's kind of just like painted. The inside swoosh is uh, 3M reflective. So it's like the subtle details. So if you are in a moment where someone catches uh, a picture of them with flash, you actually see them light up. So it's just like, to me, it, it kind of, it, it, it fell in line with some of the things that I kind of look for if, you know, I'm a big fan of something. And that, that to me is why it kind of became one of my favorite shoes. But you don't really see that with mids. Mids is just like, it's there to kind of fill the gap. I mean, if you're looking at it from an economist point of view, it's just like you're you'd be as a as a business, as a brand, you'd be missing a whole bunch of opportunity. If you know people want a Jordan one, but they can't get it or it's not readily available. So like she had said, like mids are kind of always available. So if you want that Jordan one um, and you want that aesthetic, if you're wearing it with a pair of jeans, it's going to cover the top of the shoe. You can't tell if it's a mid or a high or a low in some scenarios, depending on what you're wearing. So it still kind of appeases to you know that 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 consumer, that one who just wants it for the aesthetic and not necessarily for the entire story. And that's why I feel like there's that disconnect between like, that's kind of how like this whole, in my opinion, all this resale shit kind of started. Because it's like there's people who want it for the aesthetic because they saw it wearing it, and then there's people who kind of want it because of the story that's affiliated to the shoe, or you know they they kind of all, they grew up on it or things of that nature. So let me ask you, if you're affiliated with the, or sorry, if you're in tune with the story and the actual shoe itself, does it matter if it's a high or a mid then? If it's that, more, that's what I was going to ask. Isn't the story about the type of shoe, the high, mid, or low is the same shoe, right? That's definitely, that's definitely a huge part of it. But don't you have a red flag if you if you meet this chick and like, yo, this, what would be this red flag if you, you know, you meet this chick and. She's you know, actually a man. Well, there <laughs> you go. But Jordan's also not coming out with a low, mid, and high that are all the same. When they're doing a drop, they're coming out with one drop, and it's just like Jordan High, Retro One, Chicago, blah, 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 like, and it's like a whole right. thing. They're not coming out with that exact same shoe in the mid version necessarily. So has there ever they're been gonna a mid? Come out that- with an, they're going to come out with an alternative version that it's very similar to it. Yeah, there's, there's been So mid- the high, first. the mid, the low are all different. So, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes they're, like, sometimes they could, but, like, most of the time it's all individual to the actual type of shoe. So someone's going for the shoe, they're going for the high. And because they're going for that high because it's the Travis Scott, blah, 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 this and that. Right, there's a story to it. Now, when a mid gets released, what name does it have? A different sometimes, name. Sometimes, but, but, right, but no. But hang on a second, because what you're—I understand what you're saying. But what you're doing is like you're—you're you're, you're omitting facts. So you're saying that they released the high. It's Travis Barker. Okay. So then, when the mid comes out, what's Travis a mid Scott. called? There's a name for it, right? <laughs> no one's buying a Travis. Yeah, but no one—no one's Travis behind Scott. a mid. No Travis one has Scott, whatever. Oh, Maybe matters. someone will come out with a mid and a story one day to make it a thing. But the thing what I have seen with Jordans in general, we're just talking about one specific shoe. It's become a culture. Jordan 1 specifically. And Jordan 1 specifically is what I'm speaking about. Sorry. Anyways, there's a weird coincidence. Manoa, there's an article about Manoa that just came out. Love that guy. Went at Garrett Cole, called him a cheater. Good. (laughs) When when that whole thing happened, when when, uh, AK accidentally hit Mr. Judge um, in that upper shoulder and then Garrett Cole stepping out and then... AK said that thing about, oh, if you really want to say something, Garrett, just walk past the Audi side. Yeah. Dude, got, got me fired up. Wait, That's wait. also because I went to Chills, home. chills. Yeah, the chills. This guy's taking us all the way. Like in front of like the He basically said, like, if you want to say something, just walk past that line. I'm here. Like, you were so close. Just yeah. walk past the Audi He's, like, he's basically calling him a fake tough guy. I yeah, exactly. That. That's it. Heavy duty line. Walk past the Audi sign. <laughs> Gangster. Um, 
Exactly. The uh, yeah, no. The only thing that's why I'm just trying to understand because like the so with the mids, mids do get collapsed, and there's actually been a couple significant pairs that have come out in mid fashion, and some people do care, some people don't care. Because I can run through like Melody Asani, this female uh, creative and influencer on IG. She's got a dope pair of mids. Um, there's this brand. Are they only mids or are they everything? Only mids. Okay. Only so mids. And then Clot, this company out in Asia, also has a collab. With are those um, those little bear looking things? Pardon me. Claw those little bear looking claw. statues. No, that that's cause. Oh, okay. That's by uh, I think Brian Donnelly is his name. Um, yeah, so Clot, uh, C L O T. Uh, they've done collabs with different Jordan silhouettes, but they also did a, a Jordan one. They also did an Air Force one as well. Um, but they also got a mid to kind of answer that question. And to some people, it's the design, it's the story. Because I know the the Clot Jordan one mid. Excuse me, and the Clot Air Force One low kind of had a similar narrative where it was doing like this tapestry type of vibe to the shoe that wore away. Um, and to some people, it's appealing, and to some people, they don't really care. So I, I, I love the story regardless, but whether or not I'd actually wear it, that's when I have to do like the fat check. Okay, does this fit the criteria? Otherwise, you'll just end up in a rabbit hole. That's how you meet people who say, like, oh, yeah, I've got 200 pairs of shoes. It's like, well, it's like having 200 kills. I can use, I guess like I'll, I'll, I only have one last point. I can summarize it with a little bit of an example, uh, comparable. I bought a watch a couple years ago and it was a watch that, I've, that I didn't think I would buy, but I love the story behind it. What watch? I'm not going to say on, on there, but I, I'll, I'll okay. tell you after. All right. I bought a watch and I love, the, the, to me, I'm the same way. If something has a story, people, humans get attached to stories, yeah. right? Because you, 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 you associate with it. Yeah. I, I didn't, I had no, done no research on the resale value on mm. anything. This is pre-COVID uh, as well. So like the, there was no big resale market for watch at the time. At the time. At the time. And I bought it because I really liked this, the story behind it. Fast forward one year later, watch is discontinued. The model that I got specifically discontinued. They made new ones, but different style. So now I will have one of the last, I have one of the last years, or the last year possible for the watch. So yes, resale value goes up. But the point is, I guess, and again, I don't know no sneakers. I'm just speaking generally yeah, with supply yeah. and demand. Right now, mids might not be that popular. But things change, facts change, people's opinions, likes, and preferences change all the time. We might hit a recession. People say, I can't afford those ones or those those highs. I'm gonna buy the mids because I still want to look cool and have that sneaker. And demand <laughs> goes like this and price goes like this. No, agreed. But that's, that's the I'm only point. Is the, that's the culture. culture. People, people sell by things lows. Change. Yeah. <laughs> I know what George is saying. George is saying in the sense that right now the mids are like the fucking the, shitty the little shit, brother. Yeah. yeah. But who's to say that Step let's say Steph Curry leaves leaves Under Armour, starts fucking rocking Jays soon, and he's just rocking mids, mids because that's his preference. Well, and opinion. all these little thirteen year olds who love Steph Curry start rocking mids and ten years later. Be good now, these thirteen year olds are now 23 and they own this fucking and they're, they're pouring bottles on the floor they're That's making money and then they're trying to get money okay. and resell it's not a no it's, it, I mean, it's a possibility just I personally don't see that happen yeah but again it, you could <laughs> but you're right I'm speaking hey, from a spider man some fucking mids then buddy you can always find money <laughs> Jesus. I've got I, I like lows I just like me personally I like the way they look like even air yeah. forces I've I've don't have many, but I'm Pop always a low you see those right there those the orange ones right there the white and orange beside the bar those are cute they're not bad. <laughs> okay, so the Nigels actually have something similar with that uh, mini swoosh. I feel like that did really. I don't. I don't know what other shoe. Yeah, that mini swoosh has done. Uh, you don't know what other shoe. That's a knockoff swoosh. That one, no, no full locker. Wait. 
He actually bought these from Foot Locker. Yeah. Shout out to Foot Locker. I, I walked in the store one day and I was like, oh, those are cool J's. They're like, yeah, we just got them yesterday. I was like, oh, you're not sold out. They're like, no. I was like, you got a pair of ten and a halfs? So we need to come. Those back aren't to Jordans, that. Though, but. You know what's interesting? I'm I'm the biggest Nike homer. Like I first stock I ever owned was Nike. Yeah, George is. For all my all my workout wear athleisure is yeah. Nike only. Nike nice. and now Lululemon shorts, but Nike only shoes. Yeah, Lululemon also makes the best boxers. I'll die on that hill too. I don't want the boxer, but they run underwear dude, ever. Best ever. Really? As a girl too, like dude, unreal. Good to know. Good to know. One of my, okay, so one of my clients. Fun story. And now that we've opened this can of worms, one of my clients. Um, uh, he used to only wear Supreme boxers. You know what I mean? Rich. Like, you know, if you, exactly. If you, can, if you can afford it, if you can afford it, go ahead. Do your thing. I'm not going to argue. Oh, for sure. As soon as I told him, just like, yo, bro, you know you're really just buying Hanes boxers? You need to try these Lululemon boxers. Because when I tell you, it is a magical sensation that kind of just hugs your your hips and your your, <laughs> your area, area. Yeah, and area. your junk. It takes good care of your junk. It's like coat check for your junk. Except you don't lose your shit. So, <laughs> it's great. Lulu boxers. Um, yeah, Lululemon, good stuff. Their their stuff is actually honestly very good quality. But yeah, what I was getting at with Nike, I sneakers I never got into. I've based the only sneakers I wear in the summer is a white pair of white Air Forces, but typically a pair of white Air Maxes. I like I got Air Forces first because everyone had Air Forces. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool. But I got Air Maxes gives me a little bit of height, looks kind of a little more sporty. Air Maxes I tried getting into, I really did, and there are some collabs that I also was really a big fan of, and and like OG colorways. But it's just for me, I've got a wide foot, so Same. once again, that's that's also a decision sometimes with with figuring out a pair that you're gonna. You buy. know what I feel like everyone got into um, Air Forces in high school as part of like your uniform. You got to wear all yeah, black, black shoes, pair. and I I. Literally, I never buy all black shoes. I had a pair of, I went to the mall. I remember in like grade nine or 10 when our principal switched over to a different one and he became more lax. When Sheridan left and whoever took over, I was like, this is my chance. I went to the mall, bought black Air Force lows because you couldn't get away with the highs, obviously. And I wore them for like, I think like a month till I finally got caught one day. And that was, Well, black Air Forces are one of those shoes that like they're not necessarily found on in the sneaker community, but it's just like, yo, if you're wearing black Air Forces, you're you're choosing violence. <laughs> like those memes of like Giannis during the playoffs, him having like a fucking forty point game. He wore black Air Forces. Black Air Forces. Shut up! Did he actually? Yes. You'd like have, you have to find the exact pick of like which pregame Danny pick. Yanni Air Force. Giannis. Go off, Giannis. Um, yeah, I wore Air Forces in, in high school too. That's when I first started wearing them, but then I stopped wearing them for a long time, probably until a couple summers ago. Yeah. Um, I wore fat farms for a while in in in, in, in high school. Yeah, yeah, not recent, like in high in, in high, high school. school yeah, yeah. Fat fat farm had yeah. shoes. Yeah, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't fat farm. They had like a shoes? puffy ass my mom, tongue. My mom had them like baby blue fat farms. That screams Google. Woodbridge. I'm from Richmond Hills, so close. Close enough. York region. Probably should have found yeah. who that was if I buzzed them in, but whatever. On that note, Danny, what are we at? Yeah, good. Yeah. Let's see. I gotta eat what are we at? Man. Manoa Gotta wrap up Yeah Um. Okay. On that note oh. Fuck it's a pleasure Been too long since we caught up I know We always just run into each other At clubs and shit I know so And then listen. tell And then say to each other That we mutually agreed or not So that we saw each other out Yeah In case we need an alibi That's it You never know <laughs> never know uh, Anyways never know. Um, People want to learn more about you your Sneakers Fashion If they want to Get some of your services Where can they go How can they find you uh, Instagram At K-I-N-G-K-H-A-L-Y and my website will go live I think actually I'll have it ready by this weekend uh, Khalil K-H-A-L-E-L Washington.com alright dope done
Made it to them. We appreciate you. Thank go you. buy some mids. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, I did Mark. not co-sign that. <laughs>